PSN is still down, and it might be back up at the end of the month. The new Assassin's Creed allows you to play through Ezio's midlife crisis. And Modern Warfare 3 details leak big time. If it's even a leak. All that, plus more, on today's MASHcast. Another edition of the Mash Those Buttons Mashcast. I'm Jarrett, and I'm here with the majestic Rob Hill Williams. Hello. And I'd like to introduce newcomer to the show, Nick Santangelo. Hey. Yes, um, if you have read the site at all, you have, will have seen something <laughs> that Nick Santangelo has posted. So he's uh, not new to the site, but this is his first podcast with us. We're very excited to have him. Um, this is MASHcast number seven. And did you guys really think that when you listen to the next MASHcast that PSN would still be down? Because I didn't think so. <laughs> I don't think anybody actually expected that at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as bad as things were, I don't think anybody really expected it to still be down. You know, like, okay, bad stuff's over, we got hacked, let's fix it, put stuff back up, everybody moves on with their lives. Three weeks later, well, two weeks later since the last podcast, but really like three or four weeks later, still nothing. Good job. We get something every day, but just (laughs) what we're looking for. (laughs) Nothing's up. Been delayed to another ambiguous date. Damn. Yeah, we're, uh... We'll talk about the bad news bears with PS3 later. Um, we also, uh, if, if anybody's been paying attention to the internet today, uh, you'll know that Modern War, there was a huge Modern Warfare 3 leak. So we're going to be touching on that too, um, along with other topics. But, um, you know, we'll get started the way we normally do. Rob, tell me what you've been playing. Uh, let's see. Um, if anybody's read the site lately, they know I've played Mountain Blade with Fire and Sword. Um, just. Just read the review. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it anymore. Um, Tell us about the, the great soundtrack. <sighs> yes, the the two songs that are in the great soundtrack. Yes, um, and I've been playing Final Fantasy XI. Um, like I mentioned last podcast, got back into that because you know MMOs are a drug. You <laughs> can't stay away for too long. Um, I played the uh, the Thor tie-in video game by Sega, and it's not terrible. So I guess that's an improvement. <laughs> um, that is a terrible yeah. thing to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, not that bad. It's it, like you know, at this point, really, I don't think that they make the tie-in games for any actual gamer to play. It's like if you want to try and get your little brother to play a video game, like that's the game you haven't played because it's not a bad game, but it's not like some majestic, awesome, you know, example of video gaming. It's just a 
standard beat em up that happens to have you wielding thunder and a hammer. Mm-hmm. So it's like, eh, okay. Um, and I've also gone back and messed with Final Fantasy VIII because I never actually finished that game and been trying to again. And uh, and I guess related to that, I've also been playing Dissidia uh, Dual Decim. So that's it. Mm. Yeah, I don't have that same love for Final Fantasy VIII. I'm a I'm a Final Fantasy VII type of guy. Yeah, seven and nine. <sighs> I know. And they're like, "Oh, you're so stereotypical." I don't care anymore. I don't even want to have that argument anymore. <laughs> it's not even an argument. It's not even an argument. You can like seven. I liked seven. Mm-hmm. It is simply not my favorite. I don't get the adoration. I get like. I get, you know, it was my first RPG from the PlayStation era. You know, people who never played an RPG before that. I get it. I don't get it being like, oh my god, there's no other Final Fantasy better than this back in the back. That's what I don't get. So it's, I will say it is my favorite Final Fantasy, but it is not my favorite RPG. But my favorite Final Fantasy go. is 7. Okay, I can, I can deal with that. I Great. Guess. I'm glad we've made peace. Yeah, I'm probably going to side with Jared in this argument. Just, All right. I'll throw some more fuel Thank back you. on the fire. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, what have you been playing, Nick? Uh, I've been playing Halo Reach, which is uh, pretty much the norm for me since that game came out, which is kind of strange because I usually usually move on from shooters about a month or so after they come out. usually get bored pretty quick, but for whatever reason, I've stayed hooked on that. Um, but I've probably been playing mostly Gears of War 3 beta lately. You know, How is it's it's pretty good, although I I take issue with the spawn system in the game. I'd I'd really like to see that fixed for the full release. You will there's there's only two spawn points on the whole map. Uh, <laughs> that yeah, be it's bad because like it, if one team splits out their forces and just sits on each spawn point, like second you spawn, there's going to be like two or three, maybe even four guys just shooting at you instantly, and it's like, well, good luck with that. Let's That's see if like a mag this. problem. Mag had that, like where you literally only spawned like one spot, and right. like so, if they got to your base and just sat there, you mm-hmm. just got destroyed constantly. Like I don't know if they ever fixed it, but the little bit of time I played with it, like that was it was the same way. It's kind of weird to see them picking up yeah. something that odd. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm hoping you know either they add just add more spawn points, which would be the most simple way to fix the problem. Although some of the maps are kind of designed, like it just it just seems right, like okay, somebody should spawn here and somebody over there, or just okay, are you always spawn on the same side and then put some sort of defensive measures in there where the other team just can't rush in and camp on your spawn point. Either way would fix the issue. Well, better than it is right now, at least. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. definitely oh, I mean, in terms of spawning, I mean, I'm not a Call of Duty like fan, but I think the Call of Duty multiplayer has probably the best spawning I've seen. Cause I yeah, never, I never, yeah, yeah like I never spawn in COD when I do play it, and then instantaneously kill, get killed, you know. Because even in like Battlefield, like how often in Battlefield do I wait for the countdown to happen, spawn up just to get like a sniper or a you know a sniper shot to the face, or somebody is just happening to shoot a Carl Gustav in my direction. I think that that's because of the open, like, more open nature of Battlefield. Like, people are everywhere, as opposed to, like, Call of Duty, where you do tend to clump together a little bit more. Like, you have a couple people running around, but typically you have, like, kind of a main force that kind of sticks together out of necessity, more than anything. Because it really is more geared, and I guess, especially in the, the team, to having that kind of split 
down the middle almost. Even ah. if it shifts, it eventually is like you're still on one side or the other, even if like it changes, you know, from like where people are. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm my own main force. They call me the wolf, <laughs> a one man wolf pack. You know, owning face. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> it is a very impressive thing. I just see him standing on top of a building in Las Vegas, you know, reading a letter. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so, actually, um, in these last two weeks, I did manage to beat Portal 2. Well, it wasn't difficult, but I was just finding the time to do it, which, um, just playing through the entire game and getting the ending that I got. The whole package. Once again, I want to say to those Portal Two haters, you can just bite it and go away. <laughs> like there is nothing wrong with that game. The game was awesome. Valve did a great job. I will say though that if their next game is not uh, Half Life Two Episode Three, I might have to kidnap Gabe. I will help. I think that's like I'm gonna have to like you know do like an airdrop on the Valve. <laughs> and then <laughs> pull like Gabe a out, drop, and then yeah. just take him out like Batman. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Just <laughs> pull Gabe night. out of a window and fly away. <laughs> Blow up half the building and then just fly away with him. And then like <laughs> send him a letter, like written in typewriter. You know, like well, you'll get Gabe back when I get uh, episode three. Get to work. <laughs> Maybe we'd be more effective if we actually just stay there and like held him at gunpoint until they finish episode three. You know? well, I don't want to put pressure on them. <laughs> you know yeah, then they'll yeah. just be bad. They'll be like, it's out. You'll be like, wait, no, no, that's not what I meant. Like, nope. Yeah, but if go. we go kidnapping members of the design team, I mean, call me crazy, but that might affect the end quality of the game. Exactly. That's why I'm getting the boss. Like, I want everybody who's actually working on the game to keep working on it. <laughs> I'm getting the big All guy. Right. Right. <laughs> plans and plans and plans. You, you, about that I have. I, you know what? And after this, I really hope Gabe does not go missing. <laughs> yeah, I get the, you know, yeah, shout, you know be at your door, Jared. Like it, yeah, it's like it's shut down, FBI's picking us all up, because, you know, Jared's hypothetical plan to kidnap Gabe based on a video game. <laughs> <laughs> Could be a problem. Could be a I, problem. I just want to say I was never part of the planning. You just said you'd help him. <laughs> You're on tape. It's too late. You're done. Yeah, <laughs> you're part of it, so just accept it and live with it. Yeah, but um, we never talked about that. What else have we been playing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So besides that, you know, Outland, uh, which I think I mentioned last time, but Outland is incredibly awesome. And actually, I just got a review up on the site for that. Um, been playing my StarCraft. Um, about to punch into my next league, so I'm happy about that. Um, and I'm actually still playing Fancy Pants Adventures because it's actually kind of fun. Did you guys? get a chance to play that or do you even know what it is isn't it like one of those brain teaser games it or... is not a brain teaser game so okay, you, you lose. I have no idea what it is <laughs> <laughs> it's a um it's like a platformer it's like a, a little platforming game it's like i can't even really tell you what the objective is besides getting to the end of the level isn't that the objective then yeah i mean like but it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's i don't know it's like uh, it's hard to explain. It's just a fun game to play. Go download the demo. You'll see what I'm talking about because you'll say the same thing. I can't explain it, but it's fun. And so basically, it's like Starfy, where you really don't completely understand what's going on, but it is basically a platformer. Basically, yeah. I think that'll work. 
So, uh, but yeah, that's what I've been playing. Um, and that, that's, that, that wraps up that part. <laughs> but, um, Hooray. Wait, Nick, yeah. did you, like, you said you played Yeah, Gear. I mean, don't even worry about the other things I'm playing. It's, it's not important. No, what is that? Nobody wants to hear about the other games I'm playing. Well, oh. <laughs> wait a second. We just kind of cut. We just kind of yeah, jumped yeah. right over, like, whatever. Like, I start, we started talking about Gears, and then you start talking about what you were playing. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Ah, I thought you were I done. Slide, but, uh, <laughs> you know yeah. what? Nick's the new guy. You know, we don't really exactly. care what he's been playing. We can, he can actually have a say next week. Whoops. I am so <laughs> self-absorbed. I'm a bad person. <laughs> you go ahead, Nick. You know what? You go ahead. You do this for Nick. <laughs> and we'll wow. just stop. We won't even talk. We'll just let you calmly say whatever you've been playing. We won't even interrupt. Uh, exactly. There you go. So you guys done now? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, really. Like Just like Jared, I'm still working on Portal 2. Really, I, I beat the single player pretty much the week it came out, but I'm still uh, still going through the co-op. Not that it's really all that long or challenging, like you said, Jared. It's just just trying to find time to jump into that, just playing it little chunks at a time. And I just started playing Atari Star Raiders. I don't know how to say about that game. The sound of disappointment. Say, yeah. <laughs> the sound, like, really? Like, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> that sound of... Like that was the sound of a defeat. <laughs> not that was. Um, I'm not very far into it yet, but I'm I'm not looking forward to getting further into it. Yeah, well, I know we talked a little bit earlier about it, and uh, that one uh, that one music track they got is driving you crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty brutal. It's you know just like the one track that always comes up in the mission briefings, and I mean it's not that bad. It's just I wish it was longer. And maybe there was like other music too. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it, they it doubled starts, the tracks, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just starts really drilling into your brain after a little bit, and and the the font on the mission briefing is like I don't know, they use like size two font or something. I'm like pressed up against the screen, squinting trying to read this crap, and, and this is like blaring the whole time. I'm like really reaching for the mute button on my remote. Mm, yeah, that sucks. Sorry about that. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Sounds so so sad <laughs> for your loss. <laughs> well, it's not that bad, but it's still pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so let's uh let's get into the topics if you guys are ready. Nobody else has any of the games they need to talk about, right? I'm all done. No, you all already right. got yours, so we're done. Alright. <laughs> Alright, right, great. Alright, so um we're gonna kick it off with Soul Caliber five. Yes, I, mean, I was actually this tale of souls and swords eternally retold. All right, I just had to say that. I'm done. <laughs> I'm not yes. even talking anymore during this. Going out on a high note. Yeah, not not much information on Soul Calibur Five. Just that it's coming out for the 360 and PS3, as expected. Um, also, there are. Actually, you know what? It'll probably come out for the new Nintendo system as well. I can only imagine they probably have it developing in secret, but they're not saying anything because there's been no official announcement on the name. But um, That'd be a pretty cool E3 mention. Yeah, I mean, like once we actually get the name, because I know they're not going to release a game and say, hey, we're making this for the new for Project Cafe. <laughs> you know, that's they're not going to say that, right. but we're gonna. Have, it's coming out for the stream next year. Exactly, if that's what they yeah. call. It, so, you know, um, I'm pretty sure we'll find out soon. But I can't imagine Nintendo getting left out of this. Um, but, and actually, on a quick side note, you know, each 
Soul Calibur, well, not each one, but, you know, since but Soul Calibur 2, they've had um, a playable character from, you know, for, different for each console. So... Guarantee Kratos in this one. Have to. Like, after he was in Mortal Kombat, they've already done, like, the split with Star Wars and Darth Vader and Yoda. I, I almost guarantee it's got to be Kratos. And well, some other... I don't even know what they do for Xbox or anything at this point, but... Well, I don't know what they'll do for Xbox, and uh, I kind of don't care. It'll be Peter. But... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, you know, probably I would say <laughs> <laughs> the Fable guy. Yeah, yeah probably just generic Fable that. guy. Yeah, probably Kratos for um for uh, for PS3, I'd say. But for Nintendo, I'm thinking, who could they do? Because they already did Link. Redo Link? Because really, I mean, what else do you have? Or Kid Icarus, maybe. Maybe I don't know. Maybe they might just go like off the wall and do like Kirby. <laughs> I, couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't. You couldn't even kind of take it seriously, no matter how good it was or looked. Yeah. I could. But what kind of epic story could they give Kirby? That'd be awesome. <laughs> but uh, in terms of the characters we actually knew are going to be there, we got Siegfried and Nightmare because they're in the trailer. Yeah, yeah uh, confirmed on Twitter that they were going to be coming back. Because actually, the, the trailer actually had no new... Like, that was all stuff out of Soul Calibur 4, except for the one shot of the new fighter. But the... Uh, what's the guy's name? Um, Patroclus? Uh, Daishi. Yeah, Daishi Odashima, the, uh, the producer, the director. He confirmed on Twitter that they will be making an appearance in some form in 5. But that's not the way that they're going to appear in 5 in the trailer. Okay. Sorry, I just had to. All right, no, that's that that's pretty cool. Because 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 people probably looked at the trailer and they're like, "Oh man!" Because at first when I watched it, I was like, "Wow, that's cool," and then I realized like that was all out of four. <laughs> and I was like, uh, hey, that's right. That was the end of four. We go play that game. <laughs> really, that was the end of four. I got a sitting. I got four sitting right here, so yep. I might. I'm gonna have to actually play it. Mm-hmm. Look at the watch. Basically, watch the nightmare and Siegfried endings because that's the combination of those is the trailer pretty much. Oh really? Yeah, um, except the... for the one shot. That's that's why it was kind of disappointing. I was like, it's cool that they announced it, but trailer didn't have anything new in it. Yeah, I did not know that either. I mean, I, I've played Soul Calibur. I like Soul Calibur. I'm not like a super fan. I I only dabbled in four, so I don't. I never saw that before. Yeah, like I've I've actually I've beaten it with a few characters, but I didn't do either Nightmare or Siegfried. So yeah, and... they're the I guess I guess Siegfried is probably the the canon ending. So. That was for the most part what they used for the trailer. Gotcha. So, yeah. I mean, okay. considering that ending, I don't know how they how they would put them both back into the game again. But the director confirmed it, so I guess either they'll be unlockable or super old Siegfried and weird looking nightmare will be in the game somehow. I don't know. Well, don't ruin <laughs> it for me. I don't need yeah. <laughs> I said I'm gonna well, no, no. I mean, like the ending doesn't show anything to that nature. It's just that the game gets pushed up 17 years. So. Um, it's a video game. People don't age. I mean, <laughs> you know, you got fifty-year-old only Yachi ages in video games. You got fifty-year-old Ezio still doing backflips <laughs> off of buildings. So, you know, well, we'll get to that later. But um, the only two people oh, that takes his video games are Hiachi and Snake. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. All right, so but yeah, that's uh, Soul Calibur Five announced. Uh, so very excited about that. Can't wait. Um, we'll definitely hear more about Well, I can imagine that we'd hear more about that from E3. And, of course, we'll keep you updated on the site. Um, so, besides that, Alan Week 2. But it's it's not Alan Week 2, we found out. Um, one day, 
we find out that uh, you know an artist on his resume has said, a 3D artist, uh, animations artist, says he's he has done work on Alan Wake 2. He has that on his resume. Day after that, Remedy comes out and says, no, it's not Alan Wake 2, but there is an Alan Wake project coming out this fall. Um, did you, either you guys play Alan Wake? Yes. I did not finish Alan Wake, but I did play like the first chapters or so. Oh, okay. So you like, Yeah, I need played. to actually like play, play it all the way through. You're out. Did you actually <laughs> did, did you actually play all oh, finished Alan Wake? I did. I did. I didn't get to any of the DLC, but um I did play through the game to the end. Okay. See my um I liked the game all the way into the very end. Like the ending of that game pissed me off so much. Really? Every one of my friends said the same thing about ending, it, which the, I think is part of why I never finished it, but I heard the rest of the game was amazing. The rest of the game is good. There's only two things that bother me about the game. One, the ending pissed me off because it's one of those endings where it's like, well, why did I just do all of that in the first place? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. Yeah. As a matter of fact, Rob, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but you make <laughs> things worse. You make things worse by the time you get to the end of the game, okay? I, um, I that, that makes sense. <laughs> but um, So that's the first thing. But the second thing is that the entire story of Alan Wake could have been avoided if he would have just went out during the day. <laughs> that bothered me. That really bothered me about Alan Wake. <laughs> yeah, small, small bit of a problem. If he just decided to to get his ass up and get out during the daytime, Alan Wake could have been avoided. The entire well, it's story. Nightlife. I mean, what are you gonna do? <laughs> I mean, there's only one scene, or there's one part of the game where he's out during the day. Something happens, and then he's out at night. That was his own fault, though. You don't trust anybody. But anyway, um, a lot of that stuff could have been avoided. That's what bothered me. But other than that, like the game, the game itself, the gameplay, the um, the story was good until the end. And the like the one of the things that I liked the most were the fact that you get the book chapters before yeah. things happen. So you like you're reading the, the chapter of the book, and like. Oh crap! I'm gonna have to fight a tractor. <laughs> yeah, or or even even better is when it, people played it initially, not realizing that the chapters that you read are things that are going to happen until they did happen, and then you're like, "Oh crap! I understand what they're doing now," but like you didn't know when it was going to happen or how. Right. So you're just like, I, like it was a really interesting way to tell a story, which is what intrigued me about it. Yeah. yeah, that's one of those things where you're really glad if you didn't follow up the game too closely leading up to its release, and that caught you off guard. Pretty, pretty nice surprise there. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's definitely worth playing. But this new Absolutely. Alan, oh yeah, yeah, this new Alan Wake isn't Alan Wake Two. It's not a DLC. So the only thing that I can really think of, like, if it's not Alan Wake Two, I can only imagine that maybe it's from a different perspective. Or, or a re-release? Yeah, if it's a yeah. re-release, if it's re- I already told Nick, if it's a re-release, I'm going to kick a kitten off of the top of a building. Because... It's so violent towards innocent things. <laughs> it's <laughs> not my fault. It's it's Remedy's fault. It rem- It's Remedy's fault. Because I'm like, really? A re-release of Alan Wake? The game just came out last year. Right. You know, it just came out last year. And I hate when they, people, do, when the developers, or not developers, well, yeah, developers or publishers do that, and they do... X game, X game complete edition. 
You know what I'm saying? Have like you know X game and X game limited edition when it comes out, but to do the complete edition, like why didn't you give me the complete story for the sixty bucks that I paid before? Now you want me to pay another sixty bucks just to get the rest of your story, which I know I already don't like the ending. <laughs> it's like Star Wars. Well, leave it maybe alone. it's Alan Wake with an alternate ending. Let's see if that's the only thing that <laughs> they change. Then make it DLC. They did it with like seriously. <laughs> In fact, like, wait, who was the who released um, Alan Wake? Like, who was the publisher? Microsoft. Microsoft. Was it? Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's right. Oh well, never mind. Um, well, it. But the, it's not like there hasn't been a precedent set for changing your ending if the ending wasn't all that great. Prince of Persia right. that got released. They released DLC afterwards for Epilogue that changed the ending and made it bearable. <laughs> so oh, they did. I didn't even yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. It's called. It was just called Epilogue, and it was like a, a complete, like different ending to the game. Yeah, <laughs> it came out like Fixed right it, after basically. the game. That's funny. It's weird. So I like, didn't if, know that. if that's what they're doing with Alan Wake, like don't. <laughs> just put out DLC and fix the ending and let everybody be happy and work on Alan Wake too. Like I, I just don't know exactly what they could be doing unless it is a side story. So But the thing is well, I guess the thing with Alan Wake though, they've already released DLC two DLCs to continue the story after the current ending. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so we have to really hope that this is not, hey, here's Alan Wake with both DLC packages for the PlayStation 3. Because like, that would be, that's, yeah. not, that's an the plan. actual <laughs> like working on the game. That's just that would like, be like an, a, a game of the year pack or something, basically. Yeah. They said there's only a small portion of the team working on whatever it is they're doing. So it, it can't be that ambitious, whatever it is. Yeah. Which is disappointing. Yeah, um, they said that it. it It'll be something new for fans of the series, but it also help um, newcomers get involved in Alan Wake. I'm like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. Which is pretty much what every marketing department has ever said about any sequel that has come out in like the last 20 years. Yeah, but, but again, they said it's not a sequel, obviously. But um... you know what it could be? The fact that they. By I don't know why they decided to do this in the first place, but they you know remember last time they released the same day as Red Dead Redemption day same day as Red Dead Redemption, which of course mistake. is a bad yeah, yeah. <laughs> in hindsight <laughs> yeah Star Games were so popular I mean yeah no really. that's so weird it was like a Grand Theft Auto or something it's almost it's strange nobody plays westerns but but um, that's so... what some people said yeah eating that hat literally. Yeah. I mean, if you didn't see that coming from like a mile away that that was going to be a problem, you just don't know much about the industry. They could have been worse. They could have ended up like Bungie. Bungie caught like the full brunt force of that. Not Bungie, sorry. Yeah. Um, God. Say, what? Yeah, bizarre. Yeah. Bizarre. Oh, <laughs> yeah, bizarre God. Yeah, that was. Shed a t- I'm shedding a tear right now, but let's, let's stop talking about bizarre before I ball on the podcast. <laughs> but, um,. We talk about bizarre like every week, anyways. So. Yeah, <laughs> but it could be they could be trying to, you know, it's always relevant. They could be trying to get, you know, suck some of that money back of that, you know, they probably didn't get because of you know Red Dead Redemption coming out. Now, me personally, I bought both games that week. Um, I played Alan Wake first. Like I played Alan Wake uh, through because I, I did a review for both games. But I'm like, man, I'm glad. Like, when I started playing Red Dead, I'm like, I am so glad that I did not play Red Dead Redemption before Alan Wake. Never would have gotten Alan Wake. Never would have gotten. There would be no review on the site for Alan Wake. (laughs) Right now. (laughs) Yeah, I did the same thing, man. And 
You're definitely right on that. <laughs> you know what? The more I'm thinking about this, the more I'm thinking that they are going to release kind of like a game of the year pack with just including the DLC, but that they're going to like mess with some stuff in the story. Right. Like nothing that requires them to have a whole team work on it, but like basically like enough for them to say like, oh, it's a new game in a $60 package and try and recoup some of that money that they lost going up against Red Dead. But justify it behind like hey we fixed some problems with the story like even if the ending is still technically the same like maybe there's some stuff they adjust in the story that makes it more possible for a sequel or i don't know something along those lines yeah well i mean not having played the whole thing i don't know what you know what exactly gets messed up but i you know i I get the the game guess but yeah the game is like the ending is built for a sequel it's okay. built. It's built for a sequel that can be almost anywhere. Be honest with you. You don't even have to be in the same place anymore. Hmm. But um, you'll see what I'm talking about. Play through the game because the game is only like six hours long. Yeah. So the game is you know the game's not long. So it's um, I play through it and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about with that ending. It's like, are you serious? Yeah. And then it, that'll be you know you know concluded by you throwing down your controller. I can't believe I just did that. <laughs> uh, that's a terrible thing because you're the one that did it. That's always bad when you work. when you're the person who does it and you're yeah. like, really like, like, did that just happen? Really? Like did we Can even I have, have to go through all this? <laughs> <laughs> like, I could have did this, you know, when I was here before. <laughs> you know so. Uh but um I guess we'll see what they're what they're gonna come out with. And I think after you know this conversation we just had and putting all the evidence together, I think it's going to be like a game of the year edition too, with some, with some slight changes, maybe a, a new enemy that you have to fight or you know change the story, enhance graphics, whatever, you know. So we'll see. But um, new LED flashlight, something cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's got like a a strobe setting, you know. Yeah. Thing. so i don't know maybe they reduce the amount of time that it takes for the camera to 360 you because you know every time you pop a flare it does that (laughs) that that got a little annoying that got annoying during the parts with the birds because the birds like zooming in and like you hit you pop the flare and it's all dramatic and stuff uh but yeah, we're killing the game for somebody who hasn't played it yet. They're like, guys, come on! <laughs> come on! <laughs> the game is good. Go play it. Yeah, go play the game. And we're going to leave Alan Wake 2 at that. Well, oh, sorry, Alan Wake at that. But um, next on the list, we have Hitman Absolution, which I am looking forward to because I am a fan of the Hitman games. Uh, Nick, I know you you haven't really played Hitman, but Rob, you have. Yes. I certainly have. I played all. Well, in fact, I played all of them um, to this point. I just have not beaten the last one that came out, Blood Money. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing. I don't know, Hitman. Just, I, I love games that give you good. That give you options. Like you know, in Hitman, you can either just like run up to people and shoot them and deal with the consequences. Um, you know, you could you know they mess with somebody's oven and then have it blow up when they go to make their pancakes or something like that. You know, make their chandelier accidentally fall on them, and you, know, you can strangle them. You can do all types of stuff. It's it's a pretty awesome game. Yeah, you know? dress up as some, you know, dress up as like a, you know, a, what's their face, like a nurse, uh, orderly in the hospital. Yeah, and like you know, 
surrender somebody with some stuff and just walk away from them. <laughs> just like, you know, leave them in a wheelchair or something. Like, nobody ever notices. Like, you, so, so many options. So many options. Yeah, it's it's a great series um, to get into. But, um, so there's a new Hitman coming out, and there was a a trailer. Well, a teaser trailer. It was not even like a real full... It really wasn't. I mean, he's screwing a silencer onto a gun. That was pretty much the trailer. And then there was a, and then there was a snake with the, with snake around the with gun. Snake with guns. Yeah, a snake with the gun, you know. And then that was pretty much all you saw. Um, I know one, I guess, big thing about the game is the fact that, um, it's using the mocap tech, which is what was used in Avatar for the motion capture, and it's using the Hollywood actors. Okay, they're making a big deal out of that, but um, you know, I don't. I would. I would be more impressed if they were using Rockstar's tech for the faces. Right. If they said we're using Rockstar tech for faces, and then you know you'll have a famous face, like a real famous face on. You know, uh, you know, forty-seven. That'd be cool as long as it wasn't the guy who actually played forty-seven in the movie. Tim Oliphant, well, I... though. I mean, like he's he's okay. I mean, not so much in the movie, but you know, as a mocap actor, eh? whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he he looked the role. He looked the part. He just didn't. You know, the movie just wasn't very good. You know, I really the motion capture. I really don't care too much about. I'd rather have professional people who are motion who do a motion capture rather than Hollywood actors. Yeah, because uh, that's that can go very much either way. Like there's some people in Hollywood who do a lot of video game stuff, and that's fine then. But if you're just like, hey, we got some people who got some names on some stuff, and so we could say we had Hollywood actors, we put them in the game. That could suck. Yeah, that, that could suck. <laughs> They're like, what's this video game thing? That's just kind of cool. What, you're putting my face in something? Oh, I got to, like, make expressions? Because, you know, a lot of people in Hollywood can't really act, so come on. Yeah, just like a lot of singers can't really sing. Exactly. Can go either way. Yeah, so. <laughs> Let's yeah. hope for the better, but prepare for the worst. I always prepare for the worst and expect the worst. That way I'm not too disappointed, you know? It, it works out like that. It's pretty bad, though, that you prepare for the worst and you're not too disappointed, which means that sometimes something still manages to disappoint you because it slides that low. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. I mean, but, how low were your expectations for the, the Alan Wake Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had no expectations for Alan Wake. I think, like, I didn't follow Alan Wake too much, but I watched the video, like, the morning that it came. I'm like, I got an extra sixty bucks, <laughs> and then that's how that happened. <laughs> so I liked it all the way up until the ending. Exactly, you know, the best purchases are off the wall. But uh, I mean, you know, we'll see what other details get released because I mean, them using Hollywood actors, whether it's good or bad, is only a small part of you know yeah, whether they. The one thing that I didn't like that I heard I, I found out about the story is that Forty Seven is going to be running from the police, and. I don't like that because that means he's doing a bad job. Yeah, his whole thing <laughs> is always like he's like the precise assassin. Like he doesn't. I mean, of course, when you play the game, you can play the game any way you want. Which means that if you want to go guns blazing to the front door, you can. You just raise a lot of suspicion and alarms and all that kind of stuff. But as far as the series story is concerned, like he's you know basically like this eloquent 
the fish and assassin that doesn't get caught like the dude's a ghost. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the fact that he, you know, is now running from the cops, I'm like, oh, please don't turn him into Sam Fisher. Please don't turn him into Sam Fisher. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so next thing I know, he's going to have some tats, you know, wearing street clothes, throw some hair. You know, all that stuff. <laughs> Look like a hobo. <laughs> that got scrapped eventually. Wearing a, you know, a one-strap book bag. You know, all that bad stuff. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens with that. Hopefully, um, it doesn't go too far south. So, like I said, low expectations, but I'm excited. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Yay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so... But uh, let's let's go and move on to the next item. Um, Nintendo, and this this kind of t- ropes in with our conversation we had last week. But Nintendo has said that they plan to release thir- their first party titles around third party titles as kind of a way to show the third party developers that they are very serious about you know third party development on the new console. Um, Rob. We made a bet last week for some Chick-fil-A, uh, and uh, I said that Mario was going to be the showcase because, I mean, when is Mario not their showcase? But right. I said Mario is going to be a showcase. Jason Worsitz, he picked Pikmin. Pikmin, So yes. I think, uh, at, and, and Rob Hill picked third, eighth, like, you know, there's going to be a third-party game. So I think out of that, those three, Jason Worsitz is definitely paying for a part of somebody's lunch. That's probably. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Unless but, uh, Nintendo pulls a Nintendo move and then it totally, you know, quashes yeah. all our expectations and then just shows off Pikmin 3 and they're like, yeah, we don't really have any third-party stuff yet. The third party was Pikmin 3. We got yeah. you. Yeah. And then we owe Jason, like, two Chick-fil-A dinners. Yeah, it's going to be like, I can't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, um, but unlikely. So, unlikely. <laughs> unlikely. But, um, you know, Rob... Strange. Because it, it's been like how many E3s in a row now where, where like Miyamoto talks all about it around it. Yeah, we're working on Pikmin 3. Yeah, it's, it's coming along. It's, it's going to happen. But they never show anything. So yeah, for it, an entire console's life cycle. Yeah, yeah it, I mean, it's been, <laughs> I don't think exactly, but I feel like it's been three or four years. It's probably been three since he said, yes, we are working on Pikmin 3. Absolutely, it's coming. And we have not seen or heard a single thing about it other than that. Yeah, it's Gotta believe. Kind of like Half-Life 2 <laughs> Episode 3. Yeah. I believe. Well, I mean, I believe both are in the works, but, I mean, are they going to come out in my lifetime? <laughs> <laughs> they, they're the They'll new vaporware. late enough so that your kids can get into gaming. Yeah. You can show them what you used to play to get into Maybe. gaming, and you can carry it on to the next year. <laughs> well, they saw how well vaporware worked for Duke Nukem, so maybe they just hold yes. out for that. <laughs> Randy Pitchford can pick up Wow. And finish him off. <laughs> Man. Oh, blow. Did I just make you sick by mentioning Duke Nukem? Um, not so much. Uh, just the thought of, like, wow, they're really going to sit on that for 11 years. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry, that's, I just thought... that's just hurtful. Like, wow, man, that's. That is setting your expectations. <laughs> Uh, but uh, so yeah, Nintendo is definitely serious about uh, you know because well they mentioned that when a first party title comes out from Nintendo, it could do some pretty serious damage to a third party title. Okay, yeah. even a game like if you put up a Mario, let's say a new Mario comes out versus uh, let's say a Halo or a Gears or even like a GTA, um, 
You're the the Mario. I'm pretty sure can do some serious damage. It doesn't sound Mario like it. Gets Mario gets its share of it gets its share of people's wallets. That's it does. It's because it's and it's different enough than most games that come out that are triple A right. that you have another audience anyway. So it does good business anytime right. it comes out. Like that's it's pretty much always true for any Nintendo party. But the thing is that anytime a third party launches on a Nintendo system, as rare as that is now, that they don't even care. It's like Zelda will come out like a week after or a week before, you know, a third party title that's supposed to be a big deal, but who cares? Zelda's out. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Well, you know what the thing with that is though? I mean, it's partially Nintendo's fault because they're, we all know how notorious they are for working very poorly with third parties. But I think some of the issue is that the third parties, they'll bring like, put the B team on like, uh, oh yeah, here's a Final Fantasy spinoff game that comes out like eight months after Final Fantasy 13. I'm just, you know, making yeah. up hypothetically here. Right. But that's the type of thing that happens. And then it's like they set themselves up for failure. And then when it fails, they go, oh, well, our games can't sell on the Wii. And it's like, well, at this point, most of the people that are hardcore, they'll be into that type of title, probably also have a PS3, a 360, and or high-end PC. They've already gotten the main game. And now they're like, why am I getting this watered down version? You know? Yeah, like why play it on the Wii? You're not giving me any exactly. reason. To. Exactly. But it, it's a circular thing, though. So, I mean, it, it needs to be fixed from both ends. But yeah. Nintendo is trying to do their part because right, they, but they have been for on an investment. <laughs> but we can, we can hope for the best. But <laughs> the, thing the, is, yeah. <laughs> the thing is now, the, the difference is now that Nintendo is going to have the most powerful hardware out. You know what I'm saying? They're not like, you know, they're not like, you know, uh, still rocking the old gen hardware. Like, actually, right. at, at this point, the Wii is going to be two generations of hardware behind, you know? That's true. Um, so, like, now now they're the big dogs with the powerful hardware. And, like, people who like the flex muscle, like Epic and Crytek, are going to be drawn to them because now oh, we can do all this with our engines now, you know? Maybe they yes. can catch they can catch a, st- a steady 30 frames and gears <laughs> you know, <laughs> so yeah, uh, I certainly hope so. I, I, I really do because I mean, I'm a big fan of Nintendo's games, and I've always liked their hardware, even though they they routinely make incredibly stupid decisions. Uh, you know, they'll they'll take one giant step forward in, in some area that nobody saw coming. Like, oh, they're crazy. That'll never work. And of course, it does. But then they're like, oh yeah, friend codes. I'm like, oh. That's uh, that's fun. Yeah, that was like, <laughs> really? <laughs> like, really? Yeah. That I, I love how the thing. 3DS, it's like, well, we fixed the problem. Now there's, you know, it's only one friend code. I'm like, well, you didn't really fix the problem. You, you <laughs> the a, problem. You, you put a Band-Aid the... over it. It's a little bit better now. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fixed, okay? Put it's, a Band-Aid it's still... on a shotgun wound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Undeniably, it's better to have just one. But still, it's like, really, we, we can't just have a regular username, like, every other internet platform on the planet. (laughs) But also, I mean, in that same vein, though, you know, the same way that now they're saying they're going to actually look at the schedule of when third-party games are due to come out and schedule around them for the first-party games. Um, On the same token, they did admit that they really didn't take online seriously, which, you know, we knew, but they still tried to, like, give that dog-and-pony show that they kind of cared, and it really, come on. Like, friend well, codes show that you don't care. For right, right. That's just kind of typical I'm, Nintendo. I'm going to Nintendo- give you online and then make it as hard as possible for you to get on. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have a problem with that? 
That's very yeah. typical of them, where, where they they'll, they'll do this whole thing about like, oh, the time's not really right for that technology right now. This, that, and the other. We don't think this is it. And then like three or four years later, they're like, now that the time is finally right, Nintendo is ready to revolutionize the online world. Like, well, well we've been doing that for like ten years. <laughs> <Where you been? laughs> Welcome to the party. Like, yeah. oh, no, you know what I'm talking about. Now we're going to do it the Nintendo way. Yeah, exactly. Revolutionize. That's kind of the same way Apple works. It's like, oh, yeah. we're going to we're copy and paste. Revolutionary. <laughs> yeah. You know, so. Oh, okay, that was. Exactly, it's a presentation. But, you know, if you just, like, you know, throw up some fireworks and shoot bacon out at the crowd, they're like, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing ever. Yeah, like that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, but um, yeah, Nintendo was definitely uh, looking. They're trying. They're trying. Well, I wish them the best. I I really do. It's I. I I mean, if they're sincere about this, I I really hope it works out. I'd like to see them. You know, at least on even footing. It will. I'm. I'm pretty sure it'll work out. One, they're Nintendo. Two, they have Mario. Three, they've got the big guns now. Right. Until the new, uh, you know, Xbox and PS4 come out, when you know the funny thing is, I'm just not gonna say it's the funny thing, but when my, when Sony comes out with whatever code name they're gonna call the PS4, I'm totally ignoring it and calling it the <laughs> PS4 the entire time because we know that's what it's gonna be called. That's true. Just like we know the NGP is the PSP2. Right. That's just how you guys. That's just how they do things over at Sony. I don't know though. They may not do that because they're trying to escape the stigma of PSP. Because is even though it was you know a successful handheld technically, like it still carries like a like it, people still look at it a certain way when you look at handhelds, like almost as if it was a failure, even though it wasn't. You know, yeah. like it was still a profitable system, but people still look at it like a failure. Like PSP Go has got to be the most derided handheld ever. Like aside from Virtual Boy, and I still cannot really <laughs> entirely figure out why. Like if you didn't spend money on it, you had nothing to be angry about. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, oh, no, no, no. Besides, besides the Virtual Boy, what about the Lynx? Yeah, that's, that's also Neo true. Geo Pocket, Game Gear. Hey, who wants to put like twenty batteries? Gear, and lasted, like, but you know hour. what? Yeah, but Game Gear also, <laughs> despite that. If Game Gear had somehow found a way around that battery problem, like it, it was the most amazing looking handheld ever. It like was, at the time, at the and time. even a little bit past it. Like you saw it your was buddies playing George great. Foreman and Sonic on, in recess, and you were like, "Mom, I gotta get a Game Gear." Like yeah. Sonic, was, Sonic on Game Gear was Sonic. It, it yeah. really was. Like that's yeah. how good it looked. So, well, what about the Nomad? Right. Like, I can't believe the Nomad flopped. It was a Genesis that fit in your hand. While the Genesis was still making games, yeah, I dude, I don't know. I never uh, understood some things that it, because people are stuck on brands, and that's a large part of why, like you know, I mean, Nintendo's dominated handheld space for years. I mean, like even before DS, I mean, Game Boy, still like, yeah. I mean, it, not the same amount of numbers, but over time, like how many Game Boys must have been sold, like over the span of time that it existed. It's gotta be more. It's gotta be more than the DS old, honestly. Really? Yeah. If you oh, put all yeah. Of them there, absolutely. 
Oh, definitely. I don't know the exact number, but you, you got you have to be right on that. Do you need to? Since no. 1989, they were. Yes, exactly. Like, even if they sold like you know ten a year, like they still came out. <laughs> yeah, it's like so nin- steady. Nintendo. We've sold a lot of Game Boys, yeah, and exactly. then that's how you end that. We're doing very well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so. Alright, so um, besides Nintendo, we're also going to... Let's talk about Ubisoft for a little bit. Actually, two Ubisoft games. But before that, Ubisoft Movie Studio. And go. It's positive only in the sense that I am a fan of video games, comics, geeky, geeky things taking control of their properties and <laughs> actually trying to do something that is like the property for movies because everybody knows has seen is aware that anytime that you know you're not you're not hands on you actually develop your project for a movie that it's 75 to 90% going to flop, especially if it's based on the video game. So, I mean, like, comics have been hit or miss, but, like, even Marvel's, like, even Marvel when made Marvel Studios, and how much has the quality of those movies risen over, like, it, almost as soon as they made the studio. Right. And then, I, I don't necessarily feel like you're gonna get like super awesome movies like you know like an, we're not gonna get like an Iron Man out of Ubisoft I don't think but <laughs> but at least it gives them a better shot at making it, it, progressing making something the better than you know Prince of Persia <laughs> yeah oh my god <laughs> yeah. 10 minutes before I turned that thing off and walked away well as soon as I found out Jake Gyllenhaal was the prince I did just like oh forget about it yeah, yeah. yeah. I had going for it was Ben Kingsley and Jim Adderton, but even that couldn't really save it. It was just a bunch no. of you know <laughs> white folks doing really bad, you know, not even Persian Arabian type accents, English accents really, in a movie that was about the prince. Of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit of a problem. Yeah. Let's take it positively on a certain note, because really, how much worse are you going to get? Oh, it, it can be worse. Have you you've seen you eat both films? Exactly. Haven't you? Exactly. Yes. It can be worse. Well, that's <laughs> what he means. It's worse than the current crop. Right. Uh, right. Right. It can't be any worse. Like them actually doing it themselves can't be any worse than what already gets put out for movies. Yeah, that's true. Movies. I mean, right now you're like, well, the first Resident Evil wasn't that bad. The right. first Mortal Kombat wasn't awful hey 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 <laughs> but nobody's gonna call that good like you know it's a gym it is not a great movie but it is a great popcorn movie <laughs> i'd watch really i'd watch the- mortal kombat if it came on i'd yeah. watch it if it came on it, it, it is completely over the top and does not take itself seriously and oh, it's it's it? supposed to be a caricature of itself. It's not serious. Like if they made a if they made a Mortal Kombat now, like the Mortal Kombat like you know webisodes that are out, those are serious. Like that's supposed to be taken seriously. Mortal Kombat movie was not supposed to be taken seriously. You cast Christopher Lambert as Raiden. That's almost as bad as Jake Allen Hall as you know as the Prince. Except that they weren't taking themselves seriously when they did it. <laughs> well, I mean, he was no Jean Claude Van Damme as. Uh... Jesus. But we can all go home. <laughs> God. 
Can we move on now? I don't even want to think about that movie at all. <laughs> at I'm sorry all. I brought it up. I apologize. But you know what? Some, some people feel the same way about Street Fighter that I feel about Mortal Kombat, so it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Oh. Well, let's let's continue to talk about Ubisoft movies, okay? <laughs> we'll, we'll stay away from Capcom yes. for now. Um, I will say one thing about them making their own studio. One thing that probably never would have had the chance to see the light of day that might get a chance to see the light of day now and may actually be good, a Beyond Good and Evil movie. That is true. That is very, very true. That could be cool. That's all I have to say. (laughs) (laughs) That that could be very cool. I would want them to come up with Beyond Good and Evil 2 first. If it's between the two, Beyond Good and Evil movie and Beyond Good and Evil 2, come out with Beyond Good and Evil 2. Thanks. Appreciate that. But if yeah. they make the movie, I mean, they've already, what's his name? Uh, Ansel, Michael Ansel. Like, he's confirmed that they were, wor- they're still working on it. But, yeah. like, now he's working on Rayman, but there's still a small team working on Beyond Good and Evil. So who knows how long it'll be before we see it. But maybe making a movie would generate enough interest or revenue to finally get two out the door. I don't, you know. I don't know. I st- I'm still banking on people buying the HD version of Beyond Good and Evil. So go out there and buy that for me, folks. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, the Ubisoft movie studio, I think, is a good idea. Um, only because nobody knows how to make a good movie, uh, you know, a good video game movie. Okay. Um, I'd probably say the best that we have in terms of video game movies are the Resident Evil ones. And that's not saying too much. Yeah, not a really great example. Yeah, but I mean, like, what other video game movie is out there that doesn't suck? You know? Um, I think it's the same, like, I was very excited when Marvel Studios started doing their own movies. Like, look how, look how the, the huge difference between the Hulk, Ang Lee's Incredible Hulk, and then the Incredible Hulk that came out from Marvel Studios. Oh, dear Lord. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> big difference, much better. And Iron Man, much... Uh, if it would have went to someone else, it probably would have sucked. But because Marvel did themselves, it was awesome. So I think, um, you know, as long as Ubisoft has the right people, they can. They have uh, an opportunity to, you know, do some really some good here in terms of video game movies. And perhaps maybe some of the other publishers would start doing their own video game movies. Um, except EA, you don't have to do that because all EA has is, like, you know, repeatable titles at this point. Uh, they don't come out with too much, too much in terms of, I guess. Mass Effect. Well, sorry, yeah, the Mass Effect. So they can I make a Mass Effect Mass movie. Effect. Well, I have it if it makes a difference. I own it, but I have not played it. But I didn't even think about Mass Effect. But you know, like how many, like how many of their games can they turn into movies? You know, they can't. If they made a Need for Speed movie, I'd kill myself. <laughs> um, no Stop. mad. They they have a Need for Speed Diesel. movie. It's called. Yeah, it's called Fast Five. <laughs> like, really? Um, what else? Let's see. John Madden the movie. <laughs> John Madden the movie. Oh. <laughs> Not like the NFL would ever let them do that anyway, because you know NFL films has got that covered, and they you know right. do quality films. So they're like a football movie. Like hell no. <laughs> really. Plus, so we talked about Brad Favre enough at this point. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know. Uh, you know, besides, who else has some good? Who if they made their own movie studio, who can make some good movies? Um, okay, Activision. Do they, do they have some good titles? I don't know. 
<laughs> Besides uh, Call of Duty. Unless they make a World of Warcraft movie and a Call of Duty movie. Yeah. Like, not really a whole lot. StarCraft. But, like, I mean, you're talking about stuff that basically, you know, Blizzard already does make movies for them, basically. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I still don't even care. Even though Blizzard, it's Blizzard Activision. I guess I know they're I, know, I don't really think of it that I, way either. But exactly. It's like... It actually being the same company, technically it would be under the same umbrella, so... Yeah. But really, I don't think, yeah, I don't think that Blizzard would really let Activision, like, just form a movie studio that's just Activision and touch anything... <laughs> Warcraft or Starcraft with a ten foot pole. Valve well, they should make should not. <laughs> yes, they should not. <laughs> Don't let Codex hands, you know, filthy hands on it. No, please don't. Um oh, Valve. the experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Valve should make their own Valve movie studio. Valve would be good. They could That'd they could make awesome. a they can make a movie about just about any game they have. Yep. You know. Half-Life movie, Portal movie, Left 4 Dead movie, with sequel. Fortress movie. (laughs) (laughs) Technically, you could do it. I mean, as ridiculous as that would be, it would be doable. But they just, to keep the comedy aspect, they just have to have the actors play both sides. The same actors play both sides, red and blue. You know, and that'd be pretty funny. But, um, alright, so let's, let's... you got something for the movie studios, Nick, or no? Uh no, that's pretty much pretty much it. I'll, we can go out on that. Okay. <laughs> we can go out on that. Yeah, I just want to make sure I don't want to neglect Nick like I did in the beginning of the podcast. You know, he's new. It's okay. He's got to get hazed. So <laughs> his hazing is you know being ignored. <laughs> so speaking of something that could be a movie, Assassin's Creed. Um. Ubisoft recently started releasing information about Assassin's Creed Revelations. Um, the thing that caught me about it was the fact that it's the first article that really came out about it said that Assassin's Creed Revelations will conclude Ezio's story. This made my heart sad because Ezio's story really should have been concluded at the end of Brotherhood. He's the fifty. Had, the dude's had two games. Yeah, he's had two games. Right. He's fifty, man. Fifty. <laughs> In the game, he is fifty years old. He's not jumping off of buildings and going from horseback to haystack the way he used to. You know what I'm saying? Um, now, they'll kill him off in the beginning of the game. Uh, Unlikely. <laughs> no, I'm sure considering what I read. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thinking. I know that um, Assassin's Creed, the um, old Revelations, is going to have three playable characters. One is going to be Desmond, one's going to be Ezio, and the other one is going to be Altair. Um, I am more interested to play as Altair because we haven't heard from him in two games. Yeah. yeah. The only thing we knew about Altair after Assassin's Creed was the fact that he did it with the Templar chick. That's it. Yeah, so, that's that's the only thing that they really have shown... Like and that was a very, that was a pretty short like little couple of snippets out of the game. It wasn't even really like anything like here's a huge playable section that we're gonna go through like the development of this romance with this Templar chick. It's basically like, hey, I jumped into a haystack and like, hey, she's got a baby. <laughs> As if the two were somehow related, but you know, um, that's pretty much how it went. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, like, we we really don't know what's what's happening with him um or what happened afterwards at this point you know at that point so you know i'm I'm interested to hear from altair 
Um, Ezio, I really, I mean, I, I like the character Ezio, but he's past, he's way past his prime. I mean, like, next to Old Snake, he's the oldest hero that you're going to be playing as. Right. In a video game, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and the thing is, like, <laughs> you know, Ezio's a womanizer. And, like, when he's, like, you know, younger or, like, in the prime of his life, that's one thing that's, like, kind of funny and cool. But when you're an old man, still womanizing, unless you're Sean Connery, it's just, uh, it's just creepy. <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know it's not like they're going to have him hit on anybody his own age, because that's not attractive to gamers. So right. it's going to be young chicks. I mean, like, I, the Game Informer, you know, since, you know, since everything broke about that coming out, too, since that got leaked, um, the Game Informer issues came out, and I read it, and it's interesting in a certain way, and I really wish that, like, they would... It really like not make it so much about Ezio, but the story is basically that Ezio goes to find out more about Altair. He goes to Messia. If you actually go back there, like three hundred years later, and it's controlled by the Templars, and that's basically what kicks off what you find there. Kicks off the the rest of the game, but um, through finding like different like artifacts that you have to find. Um, you he that's that's how he experiences like Altair's story, and that's why you get to see so much about you know what Altair's backstory because basically the game is Ezio pondering, is this really what my life should have been like as an assassin? You know, like uh-huh. I didn't he never chose it. You know, uh, Altair was the guy who was you know fiercely devoted, chose to be an assassin. You know, was the best assassin ever and all that fun stuff. Um, and Ezio is the opposite. He was a womanizing kid in you know, in Renaissance Italy whose whole family gets killed and then he's forced to pick up where his dad left off, basically. And never really stops from that, you know, from going from that point forward. So it's basically him like re examining his life and that's kinda why he goes to see like, well, how did he do it? Like how did Altair put up with it? Okay. Since he was the last great master. And it's interesting from a story perspective, but I still am over Altai, you know, it being Ezio's story, and it's kind of, you know, it's it's kind of weird. And the other thing that doesn't really make me feel all that grand about it is that because of the ending of Brotherhood, Desmond's story is gonna be kind of strange. Like it actually takes place like in the Animus, like behind, like it's supposed to be a section behind the White Wall of the Animus called like the the Black Room. Um. And it's like basically Desmond self con like subconscious, so like you don't get Desmond in the real world at all in this game, which kind of bothers me on some level. Like you're basically actually trying to piece together his 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 head again so that he can come out of the Animus. So it's like I'm not too excited about that. The only thing I'm actually excited about is seeing like what Altair did <laughs> more or less through that whole time frame, because that's I mean there's a lot of information and the story is cool, but. It's just we could have wrapped this up already. Yeah, they're, they're they're stretching it out. I need you know this is unneeded. Like if Etsy, not Etsy. So if, if Desmond doesn't come out of the Animus, you're only gonna have a such a you're gonna have such a small story progression. You know what I'm saying? Because the story progresses with Desmond. Yeah, you know, yeah, so that's where you really anything when you actually look at the story arc, that's where you're actually considering how things are progressing. I mean, if he literally, you know, the events at the end of Brotherhood happen, and then they stick him in an animus to fix him, and then he wakes up at the end of the game, you didn't do anything. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Nothing happened. Nothing happened. 
Uh, and on top of that, like if I have to wait for like another Assassin's Creed to see what happened to Lucy, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not going to tell you what happened, just in case you guys haven't played Assassin's Creed. They but... do say that you get to find out what happened to Lucy, uh, Rebecca, and Sean during the oh. course of uh, Revelations, which is good, but still. Still. Like, not a whole lot. I mean, I and I can't imagine they're really going to go too much in depth with it because Desmond's not awake. Exactly. I mean, okay, they may, they may update you on what they're actually doing, like, you know, what's up with Lucy, what's up with these guys, but there's still so many unanswered questions, like, where did Lucy go when you popped out of the Animus those few times and she just wasn't there? You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, what's up with that? And why did that thing happen to her in the first place? I don't want to ruin it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, why that, why that thing... The events at the end of the game, you know, like, yeah, well... why did any of that stuff happen? Yeah. And literally, I mean, like, from what it sounds like, you literally don't get to find any of that out because he's going to be stuck in an animus the whole time. Like, you can't answer any of those questions that they brought up at the end of that game with with him being stuck that way. So that's kind of bothersome. It's like I'm, you know, and Ezio, he's an interesting character. He's got to be probably one of the best characters in the last few years in games. But it's it's past. Like, just can we move on a little bit? Like, even if it's, you know, even if you make a DLC or something for Brotherhood that wraps it up, like, if that is what it has to be, then let that be it. Don't make a whole nother game and make us wait another game for Assassin's Creed 3 to really wrap things up. It seems kind of like just drawing it out unnecessarily. Yeah. Like, to be honest with you, I really wish they wouldn't even, even have released this one. Um, they only released this one because Brotherhood did so well. Because originally the plan was they were going to let the Assassin's Creed series sit or at least give it more time to develop the next game. Right. And then after Assassin's Creed Brotherhood came out, they like, oh yeah, we'll have another one in 2011. Like, no, don't do yeah. that. Yeah, don't you're falling that. into the trap. Don't do it. Yeah, it's unfortunate <laughs> that that annualized... Uh... IP strategy is just so attractive to the major publishers because it's about money. And I mean, on top of that, the what the main producer like he jumped, so you know they kind of were like, "Oh, let's just keep making money off of it." Then, yeah, Yeah, pretty much. Everybody likes sequels. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, so they do though. Yeah, yeah, it's true. People buy them. Even though we complain about them endlessly, we we ultimately buy them. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I really, out of all of us, I mean, if we if we've all played Assassin's Creed. Like, who of us is not going to buy Brother uh, Revelations when it comes out? Even right, though yeah. we're complaining about it, <laughs> I'll definitely, yeah. I'll definitely buy it just because you know all the other games have been good. You know, minus Assassin's Creed One, which wasn't bad, but it was Assassin's Creed. Yeah. yeah, the it's not what the what it has become, right. but um, you know. I'm going to get it and give it a chance, but like from what I'm reading right now, you don't, the story doesn't progress. The main story does not progress that much because Desmond is out of commission. Uh, Ezio's having a midlife crisis at 50. Yes. And, and he's trying to, and you have to piece together what's going on with Altair. So they're going like all inception with a dream within a dream, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Type deal to find out what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> Find out what's going on without you know how Altair did it, and I'll tell you how Altair did it. He was the man. That's how he did it. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you and, know? It, and it's kind of sad to see like Ezio, who's been so focused and like risen to be a master, like all of a sudden at fifty have self doubts. You know, yeah. like 
I get reflection, but like it seems like the storyline has got to do with a lot of like doubts about things, and it's kind of like, eh, I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, but, you know. see, I guess that's what's been happening when you when you've been killing for like you know thirty three years, and then all of a sudden you ran out of people to kill. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, really, like there's just not anybody <laughs> left that you you needed to kill or you have re- a real reason to kill. That reminds me of Major Pain. You know, like don't nobody need no killing. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like no son you killed them all <laughs> so, you know so uh, well, we'll I think we, we'll have to wait till closer to release and give it a, like as much as we're, we're moaning and groaning about things now let's think back for a second when Assassin's Creed Brotherhood was announced everybody was like really Ezio again and it's in the same setting I and it's coming out the following year like I didn't feel that way about that one though like well, I, I still like Ezio enough like Ezio was a strong enough character, and Assassin's Creed was uh, Assassin's Creed Two was so good that I was okay with that. But that was supposed to be the interim game before three. Yeah, that was my problem. Like you know, I can put up with one of those. Don't make another trilogy inside of a trilogy. <laughs> right. So much, Rob. They just you know wanted to keep you happy. They, yeah, well, the thing, really the difference with Assassin's Creed, the, you know, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, and this is that the way Assassin's Creed Two ended, you wanted to find out what happened to Ezio after That's you know he talked to Minerva. Um, but now this one, like the way the way Brotherhood ended, it was kind of like, oh, okay. Well, it was a conclusion. Like it was a it was a straight real. Yeah. Conclusion. And it was done. Yeah, pretty much, you know. Or at least as far as Ezio was concerned. Yeah. Like, that, like, the way that it ended, you easily could have started with Desmond and had three, you had the next game, whatever you call it, be his whole story. Pretty much. See, I didn't play through Brotherhood to the end. I just dabbled in <gasps> Oh my god, blast me, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I can't speak to Travel that. Steve! <laughs> I'll just go now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, but, uh, I mean, yeah, like, well, then I really won't end it for you. I'll ruin it for you, but, um, yeah, I mean, the way it ended, it should, his story should have been done. It should have been over. Right. But it's not. Well, I'll probably pick it up at some point again and try to. You should do it, like, tonight. Tonight. (laughs) I'm actually playing it right now. Yeah. (laughs) It's not that long of a game. Like, if you just play through the main story, like, you can get through the main story in, like, six hours. And you can go back and do any of the the side stuff afterwards. So just just finish the main game. Because I had that problem, too. I was like, man, there's so much stuff to do. And I was doing everything else but the story. I always got distracted. And then I just sat down to finish the story. And it was very much worth doing, you know, to go back to it later. Yeah, it's funny how that almost becomes a problem sometimes in sandbox games. Nowadays, it's like, Wow, there's so much awesome stuff. It's like there's so much uh, awesome. When stuff am I gonna that do all the this game. stuff? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. You get so off track, and it's just like, oh man, how many people like get to the end of the story of like major sandbox games anymore? You know, I mean, I usually do, but uh, I feel like a lot of people do not. I feel like the only people that get to the end of those games are reviewers. Like when we have to review a game, that's when we finish yeah. it. <laughs> that's the only reason we finish a sandbox game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I actually usually do, and I, I know I'm in the minority. So. So, well, I think that's enough with Assassin's Creed for now. Until yeah. we get more information next week, and then we talk about it for like another 20 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> but, um, let's move on to Ghost Recon. And this one probably be pretty short because not a lot of, it's not really news, like, uh, like, you know, a whole bunch of news going on with Ghost Recon. 
It's just that, you know, Ubisoft has come out and said that Ghost Recon will compete or will go head-to-head with rival heavyweight shooters. Uh, you say heavyweight shooters, you're talking about Call of Duty, you're talking about Battlefield, you're talking about even Medal of Honor. And if that's the case, that's not Ghost Recon. Right. You know, Ghost Recon is not that run-and-gun, do-everything-in-slow-motion, uh, drop-the-nuke, um, you know, buildings exploding, you know, helicopters flying out of control type game. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah, it's it's like, supposed to be a more tight squad based third person shooter. Like you know Yeah. Everybody needs to stop being influenced by Modern Warfare so much. Yeah, seriously uh, like definitely definitely right on that. Like why don't you make a new game, Ubisoft, that is like that that if you want that to be your your competitive shooter, I mean it's supposed to be, you know, all cloak and dagger, moving slowly, take out enemies quietly, and I mean and on top, yeah, on top of that, thinking, in fact, mentioning that that you just said, the everything that they had shown so far, including those live, like the the cool live action uh, yeah. trailers that they did, is all about you know cloaked you know guys in the desert with shoulder mounted rockets and like crazy predator stuff, like stuff that like plays up a stealth aspect, not running gun. Like it actually doesn't. It makes even less sense when you think about it that way. Exactly, and if if they do stay remain true to Ghost Recon, that's great. But that's not gonna that's not going head to head with the with the with the heavyweight with the triple A shooter. Yeah, yeah either it's a case of just you know re, you know publisher rhetoric, or it's it, you change the direction of the game too much that it's not going to be that game anymore. Either way, it's just a waste. <laughs> like, yeah. stop trying to build it as Modern Warfare Killer if it's not going to try and actually compete with Modern Warfare and it's going to be true to Ghost Recon. And if it's trying to compete with Modern Warfare and it's going to fundamentally change what Ghost Recon is, stop. <laughs> yeah, like, just because it's a military shooter doesn't mean that it's 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 a competitor to Call of Duty. As simple as that. And I really wish everybody would stop trying to compete with Call of Duty. And the thing is, Call of Duty is not even that great. It's not a, that good of a game. Yep. And we've talked about that before, too. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like you're lowering the quality of your games to be as good as, you know, to sell as much as this game that's just all right. You know what I'm saying? Like, Call of Duty as a game is all right. It's just been all right since Modern Warfare. You no, know, Modern Warfare. Well, no. Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare was good. Yeah, oh, I really liked the first Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare was good because it, it was a change. It was a big change. Yeah, you know change. what I'm saying? A huge change. And in fact, but, it was a huge change to shooters, really. And yeah, to shooters in general. As um, we're still seeing today with uh, Ghost Recon. Hey, we're going to kill Call of Duty. Yeah. And being just like it. Yeah. Uh, I don't see the logic there. <laughs> but like, you know, Modern Warfare 2, World at War, Black Ops. Like, these games are all right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. stop trying to just be all right. You know, don't be don't be good. Be be the best. You know, but and be the best in your category. Like, if you want to say go head to head against like Gears, at least that makes slightly more sense. But even Gears is more action aggressive oriented than it is tactical. Like, if you're gonna throw away the tactical aspect of Ghost Recon, it's no longer a Ghost Recon game. Exactly. That's not even a Tom Clancy game. Yeah, <laughs> in fact, it, it makes me wonder if they're even going to throw his name in front of it this time. If yeah. they change that much, I, I really do wonder. <laughs> I, I really hope they don't. I hope they keep 
everything the way it was. You know what I'm saying? And it, they can change it because look at look at Advanced Warfighter. You know what I'm saying? Like Advanced Warfighter had more action than your average Ghost Recon. You yeah. know, before Advanced Warfighter, for for you kids out there that never played a real Ghost Recon game, Ghost Recon was a lot of crawling through the grass, and when you got shot at, a lot of just sitting in the grass and figuring where the shot came from. <laughs> That's what the original Ghost right. Recon was, you know what I'm saying? It was like Rainbow Six, but outside. Yeah. Yeah, you, know? and you get shot at, you don't get up and, you know, spray fire everywhere because you're like, get you killed. Exactly. And it was more realistic than that. Like, it wasn't hyper-realistic, but it was a hell of a lot more realistic than what's been parsed out lately as realistic shooter. Yeah, like Ghost Recon, you get popped two times, you're probably dead. You know what I'm saying? The original Ghost Recon. I mean, Advanced Warfighter, you could definitely take more damage. Um... You know, you can get shot up a couple times and you'll still be okay. But even Advanced Warfighter was still a Ghost Recon game. Granted, it had changed a little bit, but don't, you know, you can't turn Ghost Recon into a COD or a third person shooter yeah. where you're just running around shooting. You know what I'm saying? Like, haphazard. Uh, yeah, it was really like the perfect um, balance when they brought that out. We're, we're still keeping, you know, the way things are, but also broadening it a little bit to a large extent. Yeah, it wasn't, it, it didn't break it down too much because, you know, it, those changes weren't necessarily terrible. It's just that they, you know, it was, it was a change to, you know, bring it up to speed and make it more accessible, which is, yeah. which is fine, but just don't fundamentally change your entire game to keep up with one game. I mean, yeah, like, SOCOM has shown that's game. a bad idea. You know, like a whole bunch of, you know, other games have tried, and to bad results, forge your own path, and you'll probably do better. Yeah, but they're not listening to us. We're just people who buy the games, and we're not <laughs> even the average people who buy the games. Like the mindless drones will go out and buy Call of Duty, you know, and just because. <laughs> so, uh, we'll see how it happens. I really hope they keep keep it the way Ghost Recon really is. I really do hope they keep it a Ghost Recon game, but we'll uh, we'll move on from that. Yeah. Yeah, let's 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 talk about let's PSN. Talk about what we thought we weren't going to be talking about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's let's talk, let's talk about PSN. Favorite topic. So yeah, like you know, <laughs> it's, it's just funny because like you know they said, oh yeah, we're gonna have it up X week, and it didn't happen. Now they're saying possibly back up May thirty first. That is ridiculous. And I really, and I'm not making fun. I do actually do feel sorry. For the PS3 owners out there that do not have a 360 or a PC, like I, I am so sorry. Yeah, I really am. Like this is crazy, and you know they're gonna have that welcome back program, which to my knowledge is like free. Um, free stuff. It? Yeah, free it's, stuff. Like it's like a free thirty month. free days. Yeah, thirty free days of PlayStation Plus and some the music sort of free thing. download. And yeah, they haven't downloads. they haven't told us what it is yet. I mean. So it's we probably because they're just going to put out, like, all, depending on how much longer it stays down, they're probably going to give you the whole damn store. <laughs> <laughs> I guess incrementally we're better sorry. if it's down. Yeah, we're sorry. <laughs> There's not possibly enough space on your hard drive to, you know, to have all this stuff, so just download what you want for now. <laughs> they, like, nuts. they better not do, like, one or two free downloads. It better be 
a new free download every day for thirty days. Yeah, but it's gonna be it's gotta be a suite of stuff. Like yeah. it's gotta be a whole package of stuff that gets yeah, and, and really the longer that it stays down, the better that package needs to get. Because before when they had the big press conference, you know, said we're sorry, bowed, all that fun Japanese stuff and said that it'll be up in a week. Like that at that point, it's like, okay, you know, a free game or something, and, you know, so, uh, some extra packs or something, you know, some a couple of downloads would have been fine. Two weeks later, you know, um, you need to, the, the longer it stays down, and I mean, and it's Friday at the time of us recording this at, you know, at night, so yeah. it's not probably going to get up this week either. So we're looking at next week, <laughs> and maybe not to the end of the month. The longer this goes on, the more stuff you need to be adding to that pack. Yeah, yeah it's it's getting rough. I mean, people are gonna gonna have to start going outside, and you know, that's really scary. I'm just... <laughs> it's dangerous out there. I know, I know. It's scary. Okay, you can get a splinter. <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, I, I've been. I'm one of the people who really like kind of. At, at the time, really kind of backed PlayStation Network against, you know, like, friends that, you know, friends who were like, la 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 because they, they're 360 players, you know, things of that nature. Yeah. And I really kind of, like, backed Sony. Like, you know, I, you can't blame them for the hack attack. They're trying to get stuff back up and running. You know, they didn't really get credit card information. Nothing's been proven. Like, I can look at all the good points, but it really does get harder to do that the longer that it, the issue stays on, like ongoing. I get you're trying to fix it, but the whole point when you said we were going to bring it up in a week after the press conference was that we're, you weren't even going to bring everything back up at once. It was just to bring up aspects. So like right. you could get PlayStation Network, but you weren't necessarily going to have you know Corosity or Music Unlimited. Like things were going to come up gradually, and that was okay. But now nothing is up still. <laughs> And that's and like even me, like as calm and collected as I've been about this, and I don't even really, I can't even really say I play anything all that much online. But the loss of the store, being able to get new stuff as it comes out, certain things that you do want to play online, like Portal Two, like co-op and things like that, you know, you can't do any of that stuff. More, yeah. more combat, you know, like games that came out and then the day later, the PlayStation Network was down. So it. Even for someone like me who's been pretty calm, that's pretty. It's pretty bad. Like, and it's only getting worse. Like, I'm feeling like this is pretty crappy, dude. You need to fix this. So, other people who weren't as calm to start with, I, it, it's actually even gotten even worse because there was a. Uh, well, they had the uh, report about PS3 trade-ins that doubling during the outage, and yeah. the longer that it's gone on, you can't imagine that something like that would get better. Um, well, was it the European European retailers were reporting that the PS3 trade-ins doubled? Right. That's... Yeah. <laughs> like gamers are not a patient type, you know. <laughs> and even the media gratification and and the, you, like you keep saying, the longer it goes on, it's just going to get worse. It's going to be more bad news for Sony. More people going to be disgruntled. It's an unfortunate situation. Um, and I hear at the beginning, I was I certainly wasn't like, all right, yeah, go Xbox, take that, you Sony guys. I mean. I don't play that much on my PS3 online, but sometimes I still do, and it just—it's really a shame. Uh, well, I have to admit though, like when it first happened, I was like, uh, I laughed a little, only because I know people who have PS3s, and they're all like, "Oh, you pay for Xbox Live? 
chuck, 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 chuck. <laughs> you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, now it's like, well, who's laughing now, Mister? <laughs> I can't get online, Mister. I can't play my online games. I know I can. Mm-mm, that victory <laughs> tastes so good. <laughs> so that was my, that was my first couple days, but I get some low blows in. <laughs> yeah, you know. Now it's just it's a, it's a little sad, and it really does suck for those guys that um you know can't play, but um. Yeah, you're right. It's like with every every story that that comes out. Like every time I have to write something about like, hey, such and such is hitting Steam and uh, Direct to Drive and Xbox Live next week. Oh, and uh, if Sony gets their stuff fixed, they'll also. Have- uh, dude, Outland <laughs> Outland isn't even up because yeah. of that. Like I like I haven't even gotten to play that because of that reason. And uh, what's uh, well, not that I'm Brink got really kind of wishy washy reviews. But yeah. Brink came out and PlayStation Network wasn't even up, so it's not even like you had a chance. And the worst thing about Brink is the single player. <laughs> so, right, right. I mean, like, there's a lot of things that just, like, they really suck about that. Um, it, it's just really bad. I mean, here's here's my question. This is a question I want to ask you two guys, because I don't even have a real answer to it, and I want to know what you think. Do you think they'll even have it up by the 31st? Mm. Uh, no. I'm not... <laughs> that's our answer yeah that was a good answer I, I just like the response it wasn't like a definitive yes from either one of you dude I don't think so <laughs> I don't I don't think we can have it up by the 31st here's the real question does Sony themselves actually believe they'll have it up by the 31st you know what I mean What's judging from the, judging from the communications I don't really think so but it it is two it, that's like two weeks it's like a good two and a half weeks well, yeah. yeah, I feel like that's just a placeholder there where they sat around like alright what's a date that's really far off that will give us a lot of time to do stuff but <laughs> is it like next year yeah, like I like May thirty first. Yeah, that's it. That's the date. We'll fix it by then. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I mean, who knows? But <laughs> you know what? The th- the funny thing is, um, just because of the breach itself and how it happened, you know that Sony does not like to spend money on technology, which sounds funny. Yeah, um, that's they don't because the thing, like one of the reasons, well, uh, two of the reasons why they were able to break in was one, um, Apache wasn't up to date. Okay, they own that system, so that was one way for them to exploit. And I'm not saying that's how they got in for sure, because we don't know. They didn't tell us how they got in for sure. But, you know, some security experts, not too long before the break-in said Apache is not up to date, and um, either they didn't have firewalls or the firewalls weren't up to date either with their current version. So Sony obviously doesn't keep things in tip-top condition, which is, I think it breaks down to more of a money thing. Because, you know, system administrators, typically, like, if you're a sysadmin, you want everything you have to be in tip-top condition. You know what I'm saying? Because that's your baby. That's your network. But if they're not paying, if the, if, the, if the company's not showing out the money for the hours to get these things done, which I don't think Sony was, it just shows that they don't want to spend the money on the tech. So now they're probably spending a bit more money, or more money than they want to, on getting things fixed. But they're still probably cutting corners. They're not going all out right now trying to fix this thing. I don't think so. I certainly hope that's not true. But, I mean, how can uh, you be sure that it's not at this point? 
I mean, like, I, I agree to a certain extent, but I think that it's one of those situations where, like, even if you would like to be cheap about it, like, at this point, you can't. Like, I, I worst possible scenario, PlayStation Network goes back up, somebody breaks it down again. That's yeah. the worst possible scenario, and they can't <laughs> have that happen because you're done. At that point, like, really, literally, you're done. <laughs> like, yeah. like, pack up and go home. Like, don't <laughs> but, even make another system. Don't get me wrong. I think when this when the PSN comes back up, it will be fully patched. It will be ready to go, and it will be secure. But I think they're not... I, I, they're, I'm pretty sure they're cutting corners somewhere. Somebody has gotten their hours cut. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, and, sure and they, out, but I and, don't think it's anybody in the tech department right now. Well, not, I, not right at this moment. Probably <laughs> down there, man. They probably I I just from my the way of I I know a lot of these a lot of tech companies work, not even tech companies, but like a lot of businesses work when it comes to IT. They try to get the minimal amount of manpower to get the maximum amount of uh what's the word I'm looking for? I guess productivity. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they, you know, they're probably as as they're going along, like, well, we need an extra guy, and then they have to give them like, we, this is why we really need this guy to come and and work these hours. You know what I'm saying? Because they still have, you know, they still have, a, even though it is hurting them to be down, but the, at this point they're already down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's so. one of those things where nobody wants to hear about it, and nobody wants to spend money on it until there's a problem. And then it's like, what do you guys been doing down there? What's how could this happen? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, well, you didn't do this like we told you you should have. So <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't know if that's lot. the type of thing that's happening precisely, but Yeah, man, I just who knows at this point because every time it's like we get a story and we're like, No, this is the real deal now. This is actually what happened and everything's gonna be fine going forward with whatever and whatnot. And then like two days later, like, oh, uh, that wasn't really true. I'd just be, <laughs> I'd just be really surprised if they were actually giving it, you know, two hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they should be. If you know what, I, I will agree on that point because if they were really giving it two hundred percent and devoting all the resources, I mean, like we are talking about Sony. It's not like this is Bush League. Like it should have been up by now. <laughs> exactly. So I, I do agree on that that sense that it's like you know, like that same tech department that they had before. You know, they, you know, gave one guy a promotion and then said, like, okay, well, all you guys get to it. Triple shifts. (laughs) 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 So, yeah, I guess I agree on that in that way. Yeah, so, I I guess we'll we'll see. But, um, well, besides, oh, go ahead, Nick. I was just saying, well, now you got the developers complaining about it, too. That's exactly what I was going to talk about. (laughs) Okay, we're on the same page, yeah. Yeah. Um, For those of you who didn't, read about it this whole um got the senior vp from capcom coming out and saying you know number one hey i want to play some games here and i can't this is very annoying number two we're losing i don't remember the exact figure it was like 800 bajillion zillion dollars a day or something (laughs) he he, kind of said it was i don't know hundreds of thousands and then possibly even millions so he's pulling these numbers out of thin air but clearly their developers are, are getting frustrated or and publishers on this yeah, like um, one week—that's one thing. Two weeks—that's another thing. Yo, dude, we're, we're months. We're, <laughs> we're, we're very we're... close to a month. Yeah, we're very close to exactly a month. Yeah, we're, we're this is this is like now. Like you have people who are not getting revenue at all. Like look at um. Actually, I wonder if we should, we can contact them and talk to them about it. But like Firehose Games, like their game, well, you know, um, Slam Bolt Scrappers is PSN only. 
Yeah, I mean, you can only buy it on the network. I mean, for anybody who has it, it doesn't hurt. Single player is offline. Multiplayer is like couch multiplayer where you play with friends. It's not an online, so it doesn't hurt the game from that respect. But it hurts any possibility to sell it, and it's not right. like they're selling it anywhere else. So any any game like that, yes, that I'm sure sucks. Yeah, it's like, man, you know, there's actually... I had a... Um, it, was, it wasn't Firehose, but I had a uh, a conversation with another developer... Um, while I was actually at PAX, and they were talking about why they decided to go with the PlayStation, you know, PSN over Xbox Live, and say, you know, Sony works with the developers better, and uh, it's easier for them to get their game out on PSN, and then to have it, you know, play, displayed pro- uh, predominantly, um, or prominently, I should say, sorry. Um, but now it's kind of like, uh, maybe you should have went with the Xbox. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah, like, you know, now, now you're not, like, if your game came out, now you're not making money at all. Even if your game didn't come out, this is definitely probably pushing back your timetable. Because now you have other games that are supposed to be out now that are getting pushed back. So do you really want to release your, um, you know, your, your game in, like, a slew of other games? You know what I'm saying? Like, how's yeah, that going to work? I think it's going to affect the smaller developers the most. Because, like, yeah. I mean, we see Capcom complaining, and, and it's true. I'm, I'm sure it is hurting them to some degree. But, I mean, let's be real. Capcom is not going to be like, all right, well, we're just going to stop putting games on PlayStation 3. Obviously not. There's too much money to be made there. They're not going to just turn away for that, no matter what the headache is. But smaller guys like Firehose might think twice next time, like, oh, my, man, this was such a nightmare. Like, why would we want to even risk going through that again? And I'm not, you know, saying it's going to happen again. I certainly hope nothing like this does happen, but... Once they're burned, then you know that's going to stick around in their mind. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it it just really does suck for those those developers who are losing real money. Like you know, like somebody like Capcom, they'll come back from those losses. Right. You know what I'm saying? But like some of the, especially the indie devs that get their games on PSN, like how do you come back from that? Especially since, especially with indie games, um, you know they they make a big a big push like when around the time the game is released. And, um, you know, like, you know, a couple weeks after the game is released, I'm imagining that the buzz still isn't that big. So it's like now, you know, for us, again, Slam Bolt Scrappers, you know, that came out before the PSN adage. So you had a couple weeks where that was on people's minds. And now you have this huge gap where nobody's buying games. You know what I'm saying? So how do you get that buzz going again? Or, you know, how much money do you spend on marketing to get that going? You know? Very good question. Uh, there's no easy answers right now for any of this, unfortunately. Just hopefully they meet that May 31st deadline, and you know things are smooth from then on. But yeah, but I mean, a like a lot of people have been scorned. They've already been, yeah. A lot of like consumers have gotten hurt, publishers have gotten hurt, devs have gotten hurt. Like the, I mean, like and Sony themselves. So I mean, like if like that, if that was the hacker's goal, like if that was the goal, like you know, we don't even actually, we're not even actually going to do anything with the information. We're not really going to, you know, do anything. We just want to hurt Sony. Congratulations, right. you succeeded. Oh, like <laughs> you, you, you won on that that point. So I mean, it, it's just it's rough all around. I and really, like I mean, really, when we talked about it before, I could not have imagined we'd still be sitting there talking about it. Couldn't. Yeah, and more than likely in the next podcast, we'll still be talking about it because that's on the twenty seventh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. On the well, third, by then we'll be reporting. Sony has confirmed that they will have the network back up on the thirty-first. But of June. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Really? Like, <laughs> yeah. So, all right. But that's enough about PSN. Let's uh, let's talk about Modern Warfare Three. The other big topic. The other big topic. The big leak that just came out today. Um, before we start, I have to just say I'm so sorry, PS3 Magazine. It sucks to be you right now. PS3 can't catch a break. <laughs> so, Power it on. Yeah, dude. Like, so like, for those who don't know, PS3 Magazine was supposed to have the first exclusive. Like, they even had a teaser in the previous magazine, I believe. Yeah. Um, no, well, I guess this month's, but last month's magazine. Yeah, had like a big three biggest game in the world. It's coming exclusive stuff here. It was and it was gonna be right around E three time, so perfect timing for it. And everybody else got out of the information pretty much this week. Yeah. I can't yeah. imagine that the PlayStation Magazine got more actually <laughs> because it's so much information. Like it's just so, like I like how like. How did they let this leak out? It's not even a leak. It's like a like a. They didn't tell us was the ending, really. (laughs) (laughs) Just put up here is the script of the single player campaign. Like like it's one step away from being that. Like here is literally everything that will happen. Here's where everything is set. Here's all these art assets. Here's this video slideshow rather of a video that they were going to show at E3, which they're probably furiously working to come up with something new now at Activision. If indeed the plan was to use that. It's I mean, there's always leaks leading up to E3, but I think we this can all was agree. biggest leak ever. Yeah, I I cannot remember a time number one that a bigger leak happened. And, I mean, how many and then how many games are are bigger than Modern Warfare? You know, it could have possibly happened a bigger game. The only leak that I can think of that at least on the same scope as this Modern Warfare leak is actually the the Wii leak, the the well Project Cafe leak. And even that, like, there's still not as much information about the system itself. Like, nobody's even right. seen the system. But, yeah. like, we've seen, like, like player models and, like, where the game's going to take place. Like, pretty much a list of every place that the game's going to take place. We've heard audio from the game, seen, you know, slideshows. Yeah. Yeah. There's even a trailer as of, the t- as of tonight. Like... Come on. <laughs> that's that's when you know a leak is bad. You know a leak is bad when you have audio from the game. Yeah. Like, how do you even get that? That's why I think it's on purpose, honestly. I don't think it, it's a leak at all. I think it's something that they can claim deniability on, you know, because, you know, you promise an exclusive to PlayStation, you know, PlayStation 3 magazine, but you can say it, you can have deniability, like, oh, we didn't do it. You know, like, somebody leaked it. That's a problem. But really this much stuff getting out and within i mean a few days like that's not an accident to me that's not an accident well the only other thing that seems plausible to me is i mean we all know that the well-publicized departure of west and zapella and that whole fiasco with infinity ward and activision is it somebody very disgruntled that has you know maybe since we've done the chaos studios yeah and still has some uh, some ties to the people over at Infinity Ward. Somehow took all this with them and, and threw it all up there. But, I mean, obviously Possible, there's no proof but... of that. This is all speculation. Yeah, but you know what, though? I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that's right because if you felt that strongly against, like if you, you, know, you were burned that badly um, yeah. by everything that happened, if you were part of the team beforehand, that you leaking it only makes the game bigger. So... And you don't take any wind out of their sails at all because now you're leading up into the month before E3. Right. If you had like done something like 
here's the script as far as it was, you know, at the time. That could be a blow, but like to just give them a bunch of assets and information, like a month, like not even a month before E three, you're just helping the game's cause, and that's why I think it's deliberate. I mean, well, like, yeah, it's it's not going to hurt the sales any, certainly not. I mean, no one's questioning this. Will almost definitely once again set sales records and all that, um, but but more just to kind of just to kind of piss off people over at Activision, because something that is that is this big from the biggest third party publisher out there. I mean, the information that is doled out is, is like so controlled and so on Activision's terms and how everything is handled. Just to throw anything in there that, you know, they got to be right. I mean, if you're right, obviously, they're sitting back laughing right now at Activision. But, I mean, if it's anything else, they're they're running around like chickens with their heads cut off, freaking out at Activision right now. That's that's possible because it is very tightly controlled. So, I mean, like, they may have had a, a specific way they wanted to release information, but now there's more information out of the gate than they expected. So it's like, well, crap, what do we show? But right. I, I I don't know. I just don't I just don't see it that way. I just see that it's that because they have such a tight grip on that controlled information that this is them doing this on purpose but saying like oh man it's a leak it's crazy (laughs) (laughs) i mean like every like just look at all the stuff that they got like that's not a leak that's you got somebody drunk at a bar that's like a (laughs) developer and they like happen to have the laptop that they were working on some stuff for the game and gave you a thumb drive like that's how bad it is that's not a leak that's like a blackmail (laughs) i I mean they even got the date already like (laughs) Yeah, well, uh, I, yeah, whatever it is, it's obviously someone internal. I mean, there, there's no other way. Either way, way. Yeah. Is, if it's if it's definitely intentional, then then it's yeah. intentional. But otherwise, yeah, it's it's pretty high up or something that the league is coming from. Uh, this yeah. isn't like someone at the loading dock down at the you know the <laughs> convention center. Um, one of the catalogs that were going to be handed out to the press fell out of a box, and they snapped the picture of it. You know, this is like yeah, here's everything about the game. Go yeah, nuts. pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, some you know shady back alley deal where they're opening cases of money and trading information, <laughs> with, like Manila folders and stuff. Like that's like, really. <laughs> See, what I like to think happened is that it's an intern. It's like you know somebody internal, and right now like the Activision torture chambers have been you know powered up and ready to go, and they're trying to figure out who what's going on. So yeah. right now, somebody has electrodes on their balls. And they're, they're answering some questions right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They got a car battery and some uh, some clamps. That's, that's all you need to know. <laughs> yeah, you know, somebody's talking. <laughs> yeah, this was an uncontrolled leak. Oh, um, my God, it was Gemini counting. It was Gemini counting. <laughs> <laughs> what was I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> if it was if it uncontrolled leak. <laughs> yeah, if it was yeah. a leak, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if this was, like, some sort of uncontrolled leak, like, um, like they're, you know, trying to make it out to be if it was Activision. You know, if it wasn't them and this wasn't done on purpose, then, you know, they're, they're going to, this thing is not going to go away. They're, they're going to use all of their vast resources to track down whoever was responsible. And I'm sure they will take any and all legal action against them because they, they, they don't just let things slide over at Activision. No, and this is their, and this is their moneymaker. So yeah. they can't, they, they literally couldn't let that happen. But I mean, I, I think the real thing here, like, even besides whether or not it's a leak or not, I mean, what's his name? Robert Bowling, um, one of the one of the main guys that's still over at uh, at Infinity Ward. Um, his Twitter, he said, and I quote, a lot of hype and a lot of leaked info on Modern Warfare 3. Some still accurate, some not. To avoid spoiling the experience, I'd wait for the real reveal. 
part like part of that like the latter part of that like to avoid spoiling the experience and wait for the real reveal kind of says to me that like a lot of that a lot of that information is right and they're just trying to like throw you off and say like well you know don't pay too much attention to it because you know right. some of that information's not right but the fact the re- the fact that he says some of it's still accurate means that maybe it was an uncontrolled leak but it was a lot of old information that somebody got a hold of and that yeah. a lot of it's probably still accurate for the game but some of it's probably outdated by now like it's stuff that they've already changed so i mean like i don't know i mean it could be one or the other i mean that's I, I not i guess so much the issue though like i mean so what what do we know so far and that's i guess the real story because it's a lot of stuff so oh yeah yeah so i guess we'll just have to wait until i guess e3 is when they're going to be you know unleashing the official info and you know out of pity you could pick up a ps3 magazine and <laughs> you know read it and say uh what's the uk edition but way, I mean, so. like, we should let's tell people though. Let's th- what let's tell them what we do know. What what is going on? I mean, like, we have seen multiplayer skins, uh, oh, like yeah. looks of players. In fact, one thing that you brought up since we've already talked about Ghost Recon is that it's not very modern warfare looking this time around. It at least for all of the, the pictures and stuff, it yeah. looks more realistic military shooter-esque like it looks like ghost recon like they're wearing actual armor instead of just running around with like shirts off and you know a sawed off and you know tattoos and mohawks and stuff like they're in you know full combat gear um the multiplayer they've even got a list of levels like i mean like some of it doesn't mean anything because it's just names but yeah I mean, they've got multiplayer maps from, like, Alpha to Village. And, I mean, you know, some of them are, you know, I'm sure going to be things that were already in the game before, maybe under a different name, you know, things of that name. It's it, it, But, like, I mean, some of them are very pretty straightforward. You know, Brooklyn, Paris, you know, like, yeah. that's pretty... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not really a big mistake about what that is. Um They've Not got many Mogadishu's that I know of. <laughs> exactly. Um, they've got a. They've got new Spec Ops mode, so that's coming back. Obviously, um, there's like survival, survival mode, which you know was present already, and now there's new like mission modes, which I, I think for the most part are new. Um, yeah, that's, civ- that's a new one. Yeah, civilian rescue, flood the market, invisible threat, little bros out of Africa, no fly zone, wingman, like. Those are like that's just a list of the missions, at least as as far as we know right now. I mean, that obviously could change, but that's... oh no, wait, I'm sorry, the uh, the survival ones are the new ones actually. Oh okay. The mission nice. ones are the ones that are returning. Oh okay. The last Modern Warfare for Modern Warfare Two, the the survival based ones is actually the the new mode. Okay, so yeah, I mean, then they, they've got like about like six map types listed there. Yeah. You know. Yeah, either I mean, either way, the, there's a flood of information. Right. There's a, there's a, yeah there's a bunch of new stuff. So, I mean. I don't want to really like go into too much of like the story because I mean there's even been a lot of leak about that about campaign settings and stuff. I mean it's still going to be in you know it's going to go between a lot of locales now. I mean before it was really like like really two or three. I mean if you consider just say the U.S. and Russia that type of thing, uh-huh. but this is like it's U.S. I mean they've got like D.C. and and you know New York, but I mean like you're going to England, Somalia, Germany, France, Czech Republic, Germany. Like you're going all over. Like it's all globe tripping. Like it really is. Like yeah, 
all over the place. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty it's pretty crazy. I mean, I don't I don't particularly want to have the entire game ruined for me. So I I didn't I purposely did not read everything about the single player campaign. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm not going to say anything about the story because, you know, if people want to read it, we'll have we'll have notes for stuff, but Yeah, and if you want to, you can very wow. easily go in and just say <laughs> like, "Hey, this is what will happen from beginning to the end of the single player." So it's it's out there if you want to that's say how it. much yeah that's how but that's how much information got out and but you, that's yeah. big you, deal you don't want to know that Kaiser Sose did it <laughs> damn <laughs> damn you Kevin Spacey <laughs> the greatest trick that the devil ever pulled was convincing the world that Modern Warfare didn't exist yeah <laughs> well played Bobby Kotick <laughs> <laughs> I mean did <laughs> it. <laughs> did you actually uh, did you guys watch um modern uh was it modern war gear solid oh yeah, metal gear uh, yeah, it was modern it was called gear, modern yeah, gear solid yeah modern gear it was, it was yeah modern war gear solid it was no modern no it was just modern gear solid you sure yeah i'm pretty sure modern gear solid okay well, we'll roll with that in there just move along with it yeah <laughs> but um <laughs> Yeah, did, did you guys watch that? I watched I, them. Yes, they were awesome. <laughs> yeah. Did you watch the robot Bobby Kodak? I did. I see that. It's, it, he's like from the third one to the fifth one. And you know, I really don't remember that. It's been oh. a while since I watched it. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, he's like in the um. Yeah, he's like in the third one from the third one to the fifth one. It's Bobby Kodak and a big robot. It was pretty awesome. That's. I'm pretty sure they did not have his permission. Yeah, no, I'm sure they didn't. Because <laughs> I really don't remember that. Yeah, but watch that when you guys when you guys get a chance, you can watch that and once you see Bobby Kodak, it's 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 pretty funny. <laughs> Just because Nick called him the devil, that's why I brought that up. <laughs> oh, you're right. It's Modern War Gear Solid. Ah, it's Modern War Gear Solid. Okay. What did you say, Nick? I said I was being at least partially facetious. Oh yeah, well, no need for that here. You're among friends. <laughs> I mean, it's cool to make fun of Bobby Kotick, though, right? Yeah, it's cool. Nobody likes him. Yeah, we do every week. <laughs> He's the destroyer of everything good. He he killed Bobby. You know, maybe he didn't make he the decision. He, yeah, he didn't. He didn't make the decision to kill um, you know, Bizarre directly. But hey, when you're at the top, you get blamed for everything. That's why you make the big bucks. That's you know, how it goes. That's how it goes, Bobby. Sorry. But, um, yeah, when you get a chance, actually, all these links are going to be in the show notes. So, like I said, we don't want to ruin it too much for anybody. Um, so, if you if you dare, you look know. Look at you your can, own risk. <laughs> yeah, you can look at the show notes and, you know, check a look at the game. Personally, I don't care because I don't even know I don't even know if I'm going to get the game. So, I checked it out. I'm like, eh, okay. Yeah, I read all of it. You know, it's... Uh... You know, it's information, really. I mean, and really, the whole point isn't really, anybody playing Modern Warfare is, I really almost called it Modern War Gear Solid. Um, <laughs> anybody playing Modern Warfare, you're not really, really, really playing it for the story anyway, so it's kind of irrelevant. I mean, like, yeah, whether or not certain people live or die and stuff like that, but, you know, that's, it doesn't really matter. The only thing that they really did confirm, and it, it's not a spoiler, so I'll just say it, is that, they are going to introduce some new characters that are supposed to be the new, 
you know the new main characters as modern is modern warfare or call of duty goes forward so obviously they're looking on going past modern warfare 3 Shocker. God knows how that'll turn out. <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember the name of the characters from Modern Warfare or Modern Warfare 2. I barely remember the name of the characters from Black Ops, so I you really don't Shaq care. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, Soap, uh, and then, and, you know, that's McTavish, but, I mean, yeah. really, Captain Price is the only guy that I even gave a crap about because the dude was awesome. But that was it. He that, was pretty- he was the only part. I mean, like, so, you know, he turned kind of badass, but I still didn't care. Price yeah. came back and showed him that, you know, he was still a scrub. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. but you know what? Regardless of how anyone in this podcast feels about it, though, I mean, it's Modern Warfare 3. Say what you will. This is probably going to be the biggest selling game of the year. It's going to get a lot of attention. So, I mean, this is this is just huge stuff. It's going to be big. The only thing, you, the, the actually the most interesting thing that I'm waiting to see and how it plays out just due to the way that Modern Warfare has been. Number one, if people are going to get tired enough of it that it's not going to do as well. I don't think so yet. Um, but the, the one thing that I want, I'm waiting to see is the, the release date, November 8th, 2011. I can think of at least two games, two big games, that are supposed to be November 11th. Yeah. Modern Warfare 3 coming out three days before those games come out is kind of a big deal because that can destroy some games. I mean, you're looking at games that are pretty different. Like, you're looking at Uncharted 3, which is PS3 only, so people will probably still get that. Um, and uh, Elder Scrolls. But, I mean, I don't even I can't even think of the other ones because, like, 11-11-11 has been such a big title or a big right. date this year for games that are you know, supposed to come out. And obviously some stuff will get moved, but I wonder how many games we'll see moved because Modern Warfare 3 is going to be three days before it. They had to have seen that coming, though. I mean, not necessarily, uh, you know, 11-8 specifically, but I mean, you know, this is not a well-kept secret. Everyone knew you were getting Modern Warfare 3 sometime. It's been like November 9th for like a couple years, so. So, I mean, and that's a pretty big property, Elder Scrolls, and and like you said, it's very different from... Modern Warfare. There's some crossover, surely, but it will be interesting to see, though. You're right. If it can continue to be successful there, or if they make a move. Yeah. We'll see. They'll probably make a move. Yeah, yeah, a lot of things I think are going to make a move, but that was my final thought, because that's it's just an interesting thing to see how it plays out, because they already set a precedent for that before, when everything in in God's green earth moved out of the way of Christmas holiday season to make room for Modern Warfare 2. I don't want to see that happen again because I'm not going to really play Modern Warfare 3 and I want to play something else. Yeah, I mean, December <laughs> December of 2010 was so sparse, it was ridiculous. Like, I remember us going over what games we were going to review and I, would, I wasn't even sure how we were going to get content on the website. Yeah, it because was bad. <laughs> it, was bad. it was really two bad. Other games. And Black Ops, and I mean, last year wasn't much better when Black Ops came out. I mean, Brotherhood came out and Need for Speed came out. Those are the only other games that came out. And then Cataclysm. Well, yeah, I mean, that was, that was a big difference, though, to me. Like, that's not even the same universe, really. Plus, that's right. one of the few properties out there that can just come out around Call of Duty and be like, you know, yeah, we yeah. don't give a damn. We are yeah, selling we a gazillion copies no matter what. You know, you can't stop. Well, like we have eleven million stuff. people playing, much yeah. less how many people are you know, and that's the and that's the downturn. You know, we have eleven million people playing right now 
not to mention all the people who are going to pick it up just to get back into it. So right. it's a different it's a different thing. But I mean, like two games for a Christmas season, and then what was it? Yeah, two thousand nine was even worse. Yeah. Well, look on the flip side of it though. Like we talked about earlier in the show, um, not Call of Duty, but uh, Rockstar's Red Dead Redemption. When you think Remedy doesn't regret bringing Alan Wake out like the same day, like clearly that was a mistake. So people are mining for that. I, mean, I guess that's true. I I just I I guess that I'm just wishing that somebody would man up and grow a pair and just say like well, we're still coming out because you know what, I, I would, that would give me some, <laughs> something to get. I would I, I would I'm spend my hard earned dollars on that. You know, if, like if they delay Elder I'm Scrolls still... out of the holiday season because of Call of Duty, I will be severely pissed off. Okay, yeah. so oh. that better not happen. Yeah, that's right. You tell them on the podcast. Yeah. I will. You've been told. Well, that was my so I guess we're done here. <laughs> All right. All right. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up with that. Um next two weeks, let's see what we got. Uh well, you got LA Noir that's coming out on the seventeenth. That's really all you need to know. Yeah. Any it's... game that comes out around LA Noir does not make a difference. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's spread that all over again. And, hey. and in some ways it's a lot worse because I think that this has got more mainstream attention, really. Than, oh yeah. Than Red Dead had people were skeptical Red Dead would do well because it was a western, and that defied expectations and went away above and beyond. So, right LA far. Bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the bar has been said. Anything less than absolute sales dominance will be hugely disappointing for Rockstar. Yeah. Yeah, but so, I'm sure that's not going to happen. Yeah. So this, this is a guaranteed hit. So 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 sorry, Cake Mania. <laughs> and, and, and SpongeBob, you're out. Um, The Witcher two, bad decision. I yeah, you should niche in the best circumstance. Yeah, maybe they just don't care. You know, it's like that person that stands in front of the train. Yeah, they I mean the market, but that's still that's still rough because I like when ours got a, a broader appeal than say just just a shooter. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. So other than that, the week after that. After the smoke clears a little bit, um, got Dirt 3, very, uh, me, I'm excited for that. I can't even contain, I can't even express how excited I am for it, because then you just think that was weird. So, I'm yeah, really... so, you know, that's we already if do. we do our next podcast, so, like, we probably won't do that, because he'll be holed up in amazement somewhere with <laughs> a life, like, an IV of Mountain Dew in those veins, so he would just playing Dirt 3. That's it. Yeah, so Dirt 3... <laughs> Um, I believe Fear Three is still coming out. Um, I think that got delayed, didn't they it? They got delayed again from the May twenty fourth. I, I could I could be wrong. I thought I thought. I don't I know when it got delayed too. I don't remember last time it got delayed. So either one of you could be right. So it may come out, and but really, okay. who cares? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I'm looking now, and it's saying June twenty first. Oh, sure. okay. So then Fear Three. Good for you, because, you know, now you're totally clear of L.A. Noir. That's true. So, Dirt 3, I'm a little concerned, but I'm going to buy a copy, okay? It's it's a racing. It's different. It's, you know, the racing game folks aren't necessarily the L.A. Noir folks, so... Well, the racing game out. folks weren't the uh, Red Dead Redemption type folks either. That's and Red, De- Red, Red Dead Redemption flattened t- tires of three racing games. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that is true. That's you like true. that little pun I put in there? Yeah, it was good though. It was Thank good. You. Still had one good tire, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, tricycle. We can make it. 
<laughs> yeah, so, before. so <laughs> out of the two games, I'm uh, sorry, out of the two weeks, we have two games to look forward to. So there, there you have it. Um, thanks for listening. Always looking for feedback, any comments, questions, concerns, love us, hate us. Definitely visit us at the site. You know, leave us a comment. You can also check us out on Twitter, um, you know, twitter.com slash MTB site. Facebook is facebook.com slash mash those buttons. Um, you know, check us out on SoundCloud. You actually may be on SoundCloud right now, which is soundcloud.com slash mash those buttons. But, uh, yeah, definitely let us know, uh, what you thought. We love to hear from you. We also, the, uh, we still do have the special edition match cast we did on piracy. So if you get a chance, take a listen to that. Definitely please let us know what you think about that. Uh, but, uh, other than that, I think we're out of here. So everyone have a good one. Ta-ta. See you later.